Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to hold a little bit of court. Patrick McEnroe here, and we are just about a week out of the championships at Wimbledon at the All England Club, and everybody is getting very, very excited, including those of us at ESPN, as we will be heading over to London shortly within the next couple of days and gearing up for the championships this year. Of course, with no ranking points this year, with no Russian and Belarusian players this year. So will the championships be marred this year because of that? I say likely no, but I can, cannot, cannot give you a definitive answer until I get over there and I am there in the flesh, which I have to admit I am very, very much looking forward to. Novak Djokovic will be the solid favorite to win the men's championship as he did, of course, last year over Matteo Berrettini, the Italian, who uh, continuing to play well on grass, winning the Queen's Club event, one of the big warm-up events in London for the second consecutive year as he took out Krajinovic in the championship match there. So Berrettini looking awfully good. Remember, he's coming off of an injury, missed most of the clay court season, but he has seemed to found his range and his health going into Wimbledon this year. But it's certainly Djokovic that will be the favorite. That there is no doubt. Uh, who else could claim the crown? Of course, Rafael Nadal has said that he will play at Wimbledon. Of course, he's won the first two majors of the year, so he better play. He's got to get over there and play. He owes it to the game. He owes it to the tour. He owes it to Wimbledon to go over there and give it a shot. I got to tell you, in previous years, Rafael Nadal probably would have pulled the plug, but he understands the situation he's in. He understands his responsibility to the game. Uh, well, many people lately coming after me on Twitter. Oh, PMAC uh, not going after Nadal uh, for the injections that he took at the French Open. What, am I a doctor? What, am I supposed to know exactly what he's taking? He says he's taking painkillers. I got to believe him. If you're telling me that he's taking something else, well, then prove it. And if you do prove it, oh, well, Lance Armstrong, they said he never proved it. I mean, he, he claimed that he took a bunch of tests as well. Okay, well, it came out in the wash. I don't expect that to happen here with Mr. Rafael Nadal because I don't expect that he's done anything like that at all. Uh, by the way, there have been rumors about many players over the years that they were taking performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, and, and again, until it's proven... You can speculate all you want. People have speculated about other players as well, including the other guy who's won 20 majors. No, I'm not talking about Federer, although I guess I've heard it from people about him too. Uh, if you win a lot, that's normally what happens. I'm talking about Mr. Novak Djokovic. So Djokovic, as I said, he will go into Wimbledon as a solid favorite. I'd say a pretty heavy favorite. Heavier favorite than Nadal would be in a normal year at the French. Probably not, but of course, Nadal wasn't the favorite this year. It was Alcaraz, it was Djokovic. I picked Djokovic to win the tournament at Paris this year, which many of you like to remind me that I was way off track. Was I really way off track? I mean, he was a point or two away from taking Nadal to a fifth. What do you think would have happened if that had gone to a fifth set? But it didn't. 
It did not go to a fifth set, and it was Nadal who won it. Fair and square dominated Rude in the championship match and absolutely rolled to his 22nd major, Alexander Zverev, who had that horrendous injury at the end of the second set. So he's out for a while. He's just hoping he can be ready in time for the U.S. Open. I wouldn't have had him on my list to be a major threat at Wimbledon, uh, but you never know. You've got Berrettini. You've got Mr. Hubert Hurkacz, who won uh, one of the other big warm-up events in Germany. Uh, and how about this? In the you know in the final, Medvedev getting smoked in the opening set, his second straight week on grass, and he'd reached the final. Now, of course, he'll be playing this week in Mallorca. But, of course, he won't be able to play at Wimbledon in a week's time. But Medvedev giving it to his coach, Jill Savara, who did exactly what I wish a bunch of coaches would do. Walk out of the freaking arena. Okay, just get out. I don't care if you're on a big court, you're on a show court, you're on an outside court. Enough is enough already. So tired of these players bashing their coaches or the support team that are in the box. I mean, I know you're paying them, but I mean, have you heard of respect? Have you heard of consideration? Of course you couldn't get away with this in any type of team sport. They'd throw you out right away or they, they suspend you from the team. But in tennis, oh, it's okay because they pay their coaches and their support team. Bullshit. Okay, that's what it was. And good for Jill Savara, who's been there with Medvedev for a long, long time. He walked out once before at the Australian Open, and he did it again here. And God bless him for doing it. It was Hercotch who won it, by the way, 6-1, in the in the championship match, beating Medvedev. And he's got to be, along with Berrettini, one of those guys that could maybe go all the way. Of course, he made the semis last year. Berrettini made the final. I would put those two guys in the next group after Djokovic, after Nadal. Now, Nadal, as I've said here before, and I'll say it again, listen up again, Nadal fans, okay? Don't come after me after this. He's more vulnerable at Wimbledon than he is at any other major, particularly in the first week of the tournament. If he gets past the first week, then he becomes the Rafael Nadal, the legit threat that we know can go all the way at Wimbledon. But if he, but he's way more susceptible uh, in the early stages. That we know. All right, this episode of Holding Court is being brought to you by Fit Biomics and their new next-gen probiotic, which is called Nella. It's a daily capsule of next-generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle uh, from inside the gut. You know, you've all been hearing about gut health and digestion. And so Nella, this new product, is going to take it to another level. So I've just started out with it. I will let you know how it goes with me. Of course, I like to think myself, even though I'm 55, as a high-performance athlete, maybe not quite the same as I used to be. But, you know, over the years, I get a little bit of a gut. So this is going to help me, they tell me, and I'll tell you how it goes uh, with me and my, pro- and my progress. And I hope that you do the same. Nella is the name of the product. And you can go to nella.fitbiomics.com. And you will get 25% off if you put in my code PMAC, P-M-A-C, 25. And it's available on on the online sales channels, 25% off all products. Nella is a daily capsule of next generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle and reach our personal best. 
And on the women's side, do we have a clear-cut favorite for the women? Well, the good news is Serena Williams is in England preparing to play in doubles with An Jabor, who won a big warm-up tournament on the grass. That was uh, in Germany, so she certainly has to be someone to be taken very seriously, having beaten Bencic in the final. She beat Coco Goff in the semifinal. Coco certainly has been playing well, very consistent, reaching the finals of the French. I think she can make a very solid run. Can she win it? Possible. But, uh, I mean, I still like Sviantec, even though she hasn't done great at Wimbledon with her athleticism, confidence, firepower. She pulled out of one of the events leading up to Wimbledon, saying she's got a little bit of a sore shoulder. That was probably just precautionary. Jabor beating Bencic in the championship match, who had won a marathon against uh, Sakari in the semifinals. And I guess that's why she retired in the final at 6-3-2-1 down. Because that match in the semis went the distance. I think it was over three hours in that one. Sakari, someone that certainly could be a threat. I'm not sure she has the versatility, um, the improv that you need on a grass court. But uh, it's certainly not wide open on the women's side. Sviatek's got to be you know, a solid favorite Jabor in there. Bedosa is, you know, obviously ranked high, but not sure about her on grass. I mean, Coco's got to be probably third or fourth favorite, you would think. Serena really, really sort of depends on the first couple of matches. I mean, obviously, if she could get herself into the tournament, she could become a threat. She's Serena. Uh, but you got to be honest here. She hasn't played, a, a literally has not played a match since Wimbledon last year. And don't even count that because it was early in the turn, early in the her, her first round match that she tweaked the ankle and she pulled how to pull out of the match, which is ho- horrible. You didn't want to see it end that way. And maybe that's part of the reason she's come back this year and taken a wild card to play in the championships this year. Cause she just didn't want to go out that way. Whether or not she, I mean, we have no idea. She's Serena. She's the greatest ever. So maybe, as I said, if she could get a couple of matches under her belt, something good could happen, but I'm not going to, bet a whole lot on it at the moment. Uh, Patrice Haddad Maya wins the tournament in Birmingham over uh, Zhang Shui, who also had an injury in the championship match there. Haddad Maya beat Halep in a great match in the semis. That was 6-4 in the third. Halep, obviously, I got to mention her. She's someone that, of course, had her biggest win ever. Uh, at Wimbledon, beating Serena in the final, playing the match of her life. So she's got that counterpunching game, that solid, you know, low to the ground, good movement that uh, if she could get in there and make a run, she certainly could be a factor yet again. But when you look at the women's side and you look at, you know, you could go down the list. I mean, Pliskova, of course, made the final last year. Uh, Kvitova seems to be a little bit past her prime. But maybe that could happen for her. Obviously, you're missing Sabalenka. She's Belarusian, Azarenka as well, Kazakina, Russian, bunch of the Russian players. So I tell you, I've gone back and forth on that this issue so many times. Uh, I'm still going back and forth on it. If the All England Club made the right decision, I, I usually don't hem and haw about it. But this is a tough one. Now I'm kind of leaning towards they made the wrong decision because all these t- other tournaments are going on around the world. Russians, Belarusians are playing. And you know what? The world is continuing this sinking war still going on there in Russia and the Ukraine. And I, be, I believe it was just announced uh, 
in the last day or two on the news front that it could be lasting for years over there. It even seems to be dying down in the news cycle as well, this horrendous war going on. So maybe, maybe we just have to move on with our lives. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be, I can't sit here and tell you I have all the answers to this because I don't. Okay. I do not. And I don't even have all the answers on the tennis front. Okay. Which many of you like to remind me of. Oh, then they say, don't mix politics with tennis. Don't miss tennis with politics. Well, welcome to the world, everyone. Welcome to the world. And this is my world. And this is where I can say what I want to say here on holding court. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. Looking forward to making the trip over to England, over to the All England Club. I will check in with you there periodically. ESPN, our coverage, of course, will begin on day one. We will be with you day early morning, day and night on ESPN on our coverage of the championships, Wimbledon. Send messages to me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm not as big of a guy on Instagram, but Twitter is my main spot. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to get into. Try to tackle some of the issues, some of the topics today. There is plenty more to come here on Holding Court. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media. 